Untitled Podcast is a part of the Kansas Google Education Group Network and also the Mace Kansas Network. You can find more information about episodes and guests at www.untitledpc.net. Welcome to Untitled Podcast. My name is Travis True. And I'm Carol Nelson. everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Untitled Podcast. You get Travis and I today and we're talking about Chrome extensions. So I'm going to start things off with one of my favorite Chrome extensions, which is Colorzilla. And I learned about this in one of my classes that I took with Tony Vincent um, as we looked at, you know, graphics and different things that you could create. And the little, it has a little eyedropper once you put on, put it on your um, Chrome and it can color pick from a page. And that's probably one of my favorite pieces of it is that I can find that specific color on the page that I'm looking for in the, you know, in matching that color um, with tech, with another shape or text or whatever. Um, but it has a color pick history. Um, it has the palettes. It's just jam packed with different things. Um, and so I use that quite a bit as I create um, different graphics and things. So, uh, yeah, um, I have one that I use that's similar. It's called eyedropper. So I think they, you know, they kind of sounds like they do the same thing. And what I like about it is, like you said, it'll save the palette, but then you also get all of the different color codes. So like in your Google uh, sheet or slides and drawings and, and anything where you can customize your color, you have that hex number for, and that just stays there and you can copy it, but you have all the different kinds of uh, um, identification for the color. Um, and those of you that are on Macs are probably familiar with the eyedropper tool because it's been a uh, Mac built into Macs for a long time, um, to the color picker tool. And so, um, yeah, so uh, I, use, I use one called eyedropper. Um, Carol uses the color colorzilla but they both do the same thing and uh, yeah that's one of my go-tos because you know you when you try to match up like the google colors they're they're not just standard red green blue and yellow they're just a little bit different shade of each of those so um, so it's a really good way to pick that exact color that you want Exactly. And you just have to find the one that works best for you. And that's, yeah. that's pretty true with all these extensions that we look at is sometimes there's different ones that are very similar and you just have to find the right fit for you. Absolutely. So the one, uh, one I want to share next is my go-to, the one I use multiple times a day, every day, and that's Screencastify. Um, Screencastify is a screen recording extension. You can record any uh, any Chrome window, you can record your desktop. So you don't have to record, you can record any program 
that you want to, that's on your desktop. Um, they've made a lot of updates to it. It's free um, to use. We have a lot of students um, that use it also, but what I really like about it is you can choose to record your desktop. You can record, choose to record a single tab so that you get rid of all the stuff at the top of the screen and just focus in on what you want on the, on the tab, or you can use the webcam and record that way. So I've seen that used, um, I've seen that used pretty uniquely. Um, and before COVID started, we had some music teachers that would have kids um, sing or play their instrument using that webcam recording feature. And so that's a that's kind of a unique way to use that. But uh, Screencastify, there's a lot. There's several different screen recording tools, but Screencastify is absolutely my favorite. Uh, with the premium, if you pay for it, you can um, do things like download video. You can edit video. They have a pretty basic editor. You can make animated GIFs, which is one of the things I like to do for uh, step sheets and and um, things like that. So there are some perks to buying the subscription. It's not very expensive for a teacher to buy for an entire year. Wow. But um, it's, you know, if you do a lot of recording of lessons for kids, it's a really good tool to have. Yeah. And the, the normal free level, Travis, it's like five minutes of recording. Is that right? And then with the pro, it's a little bit more recording time as well. Um, I th think it was 15 minutes. Okay. I couldn't remember. I know at um, COVID time, they had extended their their recording time for teachers that you could upgrade. And then I didn't know if that had gone back down. You always have to kind of watch that with those screen recorders. It is, it is, it is five minutes of recording time on the free version. Um, it's unlimited recording time. If you, and it's $50 a year yeah. um, for the teacher, unless like we buy it for our district. So we get it at a discount, but um so you have five minutes of editing on the free side. You do get access to the editor and you have five minutes of a export. So, you know, you record for five minutes and you can export for five minutes. And um, so, but that's all, you can go out to their website, screencastify.com and they'll have all that. But that's, it's my go-to for, for what I do um, with supporting teachers. Yeah. Instead of typing out, an email explaining or creating a step sheet on how to do something. It's just really a lot easier for me to get on, do a video. Maybe it's a 30 second video or I type it out. It takes me 10 minutes to type it out. Um, I can do that video in 30 seconds, then get it emailed to the teacher. It's my go-to as well. And the other thing I'd mention is there's some great training um, the screen, you can get Screencastify, is it, um, what's, what do they call it? It's like a master Screencastify master, something like that. You can get yeah. badges and cool stuff. Yeah. Um, it is, um, let me look, it's, yeah, it's a screen, master the screencast, the um, Screencastify genius. Yeah. They also have a master the screencast junior course that's yeah. designed for students. Yes. And then 
and um, they're those are made um, by Holly Clark and Alice Keeler, who um, are probably pretty familiar to everybody. And they're not very long. They're Whoa, the longest short. one is sixty minutes. The student one it takes ten minutes, so it's really good. If you're gonna have your students do it, I'd have them work through that real quickly. Um, because it does give them some good tips and tricks on how to use it. Yeah, for sure. We'll put those links to those as well in our show notes. So you have easy access to everything that we're referencing today. So my next one that I'll share is one that I'm starting to use um, because I needed an alternative to um, a screen capture tool, screen record tool. I used to love, well, and I still love it, Jing. Um, it's a great tool from, oh. Smith. Yeah, and I loved it, but they have stopped um, to support that. Um, and so I really started looking into what is the next good thing. Of course, you can do screenshots, you know, just on your, your device, but um, awesome screenshot and screen recorder is one that's come recommended. And I've, I've started to kind of transition to, to using it some. Um, so it's definitely one that I would put on your list to check out um, as you need a screenshot and screen recording tools. Is that, is, does uh, awesome screenshot ties to your Google account, right? I believe so, yes. That's a good perk with it. Yeah, um, that that's one that I have installed. I I don't use it as much as I used to because of some other tools that I have available. But in a pinch, especially on a Chromebook, it's pretty good. Even though Chromebook now has their own, mm-hmm. um, but it is nice because you can annotate. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, take the screenshot, annotate over, add an arrow or draw a circle or something around you want to highlight. So that's, that's pretty nice. Okay. So the next couple that I want to share are some fun ones. Um, I'm a big fan of animated GIFs and the website Jiffy and Jiffy has two different extensions. There's Jiffy for Gmail and Jiffy for Chrome. If you install Jiffy for Gmail and then open up your Gmail down in um, on the bottom of your email message, you'll see a little, uh, it's like, it looks like a black square with the, uh, with a document, kind of a multicolored document on there. And if you click on it, then you can insert a GIF right into your email address or your email message. Um, the same goes for Jiffy for Chrome. If you, when you install it, you'll see the icon at the top and when you click on it, you get access to basically the entire Jiffy library and you can search for GIFs and copy them. They also have at the bottom of the extension, they have um, stickers. So they have animated stickers, they have animated emojis, and they have something new that they've added is Jiffy text. So you can type in whatever you want to type in a message and their system will animate it for you, which is kind of cool. So you could have a customized animated text of, you know, a few words, a phrase, um, whatever you wanted there. And then all you have to do is drag and drop that into your document, into your slide deck, wherever you want to put that. And then, um, 
then it's on there and you're good to go. So uh, Jiffy for Gmail and Jiffy for Chrome, they're two different extensions, but they kind of do the same thing. Um, but they're a lot of fun. I really like Jeff's. Um, and so you, you really want to check those out. Oh, that sounds like fun. I think that's my afternoon checking those out. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, you can kind of get down a rabbit hole with some of the scrolling through and looking at all those. Yep. <laughs> um, my next one's kind of a fun one. Just um, I love emojis. And so one option is not there's a lot of these again, just there's a lot of different ones that you can add, but I enjoy the emoji keyboard. And so it'll just, you can go through, it's a little cute heart when you <laughs> add it to your Chrome extensions and you can go through it by different categories or what I do a lot of times is the search and you can search through the different, um, you can put in the words for the search. If you're looking for something, you know, um, book or whatever, you can search and it'll show you those results. And then you can copy that and paste it. Um, it's a lot of fun to paste those into, you know, Google Classroom um, and different places that you can just paste images. And so I enjoy using it with that. And I've also used it with Google Drive and putting um, images onto my drive folders for fun or different areas. So that's another just fun one to bring a little bit of something different. Um, than just plain text to, to areas. Yeah, that's, that's nice that you can add emojis to Classroom. Just kind of livens up things. You know, Classroom's pretty boring otherwise with just text and not a whole lot of pictures or colors. Yeah. So yeah, so you can um, definitely brighten up your Google Classroom a little bit. And um, like, like you said, using it for... Uh, in your Google Drive, like on folders, yeah, that's definitely um, a fun thing to do too. And also kind of helps to organize some things because you can mm -hmm. put different emojis or icons on there that mean different things to you. So, yeah. so that's a really great extension. Um, that's one I don't have. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to definitely check that out. Um, the next one I want to share is one that um, I use a lot when I'm using my Chromebook, because generally when I use my Chromebook, I'm not in a place where I have two monitors, because um, normally, you know, at my desk, um, I have two monitors. But if I'm someplace where I don't have two monitors, this next extension I use quite a bit, it's called Tab Resize. And what it'll do is if you've got multiple tabs open, it will, um, you can choose to split your screen. And so then you can have two tabs showing at the same time, one on the right side, one on the left side, but it also lets you uh, split it, um, I guess, vertically. So you could have a screen on top and a screen on bottom, or you can split it and have um, a screen in four different places. You can do um, some really different layouts with the screens. and But I use just the side-by-side -side a lot. And if I need to look at two different tabs at the same time and I'm not able to, uh, especially on a Chromebook or a laptop. Um, so tab resizes is what I use there. Um, and it 
it works really well for me. There's a, there's different ones out there on all of these that we're talking about. There's, there's several different ones, but these, but this is one um, I think I saw at a conference one time and started using and just, it works for me. So I never went to try to find a different one. That's a fun one. Yeah. I listed insert learning because I think it's an interesting extension, um, but I will caution that it does you have to have a subscription to use it extensively. So I, I sometimes am very hesitant to share things that cost money. Um, so, but it has such unique features to it of being able to write and make notes on, on websites. Um, so I don't wanna necessarily just write it off because you do have to do some paying with it. So you might look into it and see if it's worth worth that for you. Um, but it is a very unique tool um, as you can just, you know, write and leave notes and different pieces on actual websites. So as students have it and you have it, there's just a lot of different components to it. Um, but monthly subscriptions about eight bucks, um, yearly subscription 40. So again, it's not terrible, um, but there is some cost involved. So just think you get five free lessons, I think think. I can't remember how many. Yeah, uh, there's a few free lessons. Um, it was enough for me to play <laughs> and then be like, oh, I'm out of free. <laughs> so the, yeah, so this is one and this is one that you if you're going to use it, students have to have it installed too, or it doesn't yeah. work on their end. But I've used it with um, some teachers um, sharing an article from a website and then setting up the discussion piece. There's a, there's like a discussion board uh, piece that you can insert in. And like Carol said, you can highlight, you can add sticky notes, you can embed videos. So you can really customize, take a regular article from a website um, and really customize it and add resources and things to it that you want. So it's very powerful. It is. Um, and if you're going to use it a lot, you're going to want to buy the subscription because like I said, you, you're very limited on the number. Um, I know we have some teachers that will just delete one. <laughs> they'll, they'll make their, they'll get to their five limits and then they'll just delete one. So they're always at five, but you know, there's always ways around that, but yep. yeah, that's one that it is. It's a really, it's a really good learning tool. Um, but yeah, so I think you should check that out. Um, so the last one I want to share is one that is getting built. It's a tool that's getting built into to quite a few things lately. Um, it's built into Flipgrid for sure. And this is an extension. It's it's called Use Immersive Reader on Websites. Mm -hmm. And what this does is um, when you have it installed, you can actually highlight a section of text and then right click on that. And you'll, you'll get the option to turn the uh, extension on and Immersive Reader tool will uh, basically pop up on the site. And then the students can, and it'll, you know, whatever immersive reader does, read for the student, highlights the word and all that. You can slow down the, the speed of the reading and change the, change the voice and do a lot of different things. But it, 
but it can be used on any website that has text. And so it's, it's a really good um, accessibility tool for those kids that need that, um, that speech, no, sorry, that text to speech uh, feature. Um, but again, you just select the word or the, the paragraph, right, cl right click on it. And then um, you should have the option to start the immersive reader uh, part of that. Let me just double check that one more time. <laughs> yeah, so you just right click and then you, you have access to that, so. Um, and I know for us in our district, um, some, not all extensions are open to students. Um, so communicating with your tech team and finding out if those can be opened up for student use um, before, especially before you plan to use it in your classroom, <laughs> make sure you do that. Um, yeah, that's a really good point. Um, in my district, we, um, we allow teachers to download and try extensions. Yep but we do not allow, we have a whitelist, basically a catalog of extensions that are approved for students to use. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you have that situation where more than likely you probably do, um, just talk to your IT department um, and try to, you know, explain to them how important it is that the, you know, that extension you need to use and tie it, you know, try to tie it to what you're teaching and that yeah. usually helps the situation too so absolutely carol are we done do you have any other extensions you want to I think that's my list for that now is, that is it there i have there's a lot more those are just the ones that um i use quite a bit and i thought would maybe help everybody but if you've got extensions that you use let us know about them we really we'd like we'd love to try them out share with people what's you know what are good tools to use, um, time saver tools, that sort of thing. Um, just let us know. You can um, make a uh, comment on the episode page, on the, the Twitter post, the, the mm -hmm. Facebook posts, wherever, um, wherever you're listening to this episode, you can um, comment with your favorite extension if this is, if we didn't mention it on the show. So um, I guess that's all for us from for today for Chrome extensions. Um, and hope everyone has a great week and we will see you next time. See you next time.